This is a Triple J podcast. Do you know what I love? What? About this show. Everything. Obviously, about this job. Um, you learn something new every week. Just when you thought you knew everything about sex, love, dating, and relationships. Bam. New fact. New reality. And this is, like... What I learned this week isn't even, like, a crazy sex position or, like, some really kinky shit. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I learned that you can have an orgasm from just playing with your nipples. Yeah. And that's it. No touching anywhere else. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever spoken about it with anyone. I don't personally know anyone who's done this, but let me tell you, we're going to hear from some people who have and it's crazy because I think for me nipples is like a weird subject for me like I feel a bit self-conscious I guess about Mm. what they look like and I know a lot of people can relate like whether you have like hairy nipples or like you're not happy with the size or the shape if they're puffy there's so much like weird mental shit going on with me and I'm like have I been neglecting mine I think I have. I think you have. No, I just grabbed my boobs, by the way. Nipple insecurity <laughs> is such a thing. And we're going to get into it in this episode because so many of you can relate to how Pip feels. But also, I just feel like the, the like culture around nipples in general is like, it's either like really fashionable or people like free the nip or whatever. So there's mm. a lot of like cultural conversation around nipples that plays into, I think, how we feel about them and linked to our pleasure as well. Yeah. And I think people might be even nervous about incorporating them because it's like a bit Freudian. It's like, oh, mommy milkers, you know, that kind of vibe. But we just need to like take that away. This is a safe space. We're going to explore it together <laughs> because Dean and I are about to learn how to do this as well because... We want to have a nipple orgasm. Yeah, we're going to find out ways to maybe lick, bite, suck, touch, like all the techniques that you need to learn um, to get some pleasure out of nipple play. And actually, what is a nipple orgasm? Can anyone do it? What does it feel like? How do we get there? And if you are like me and you feel some type of way about your nips, we are going to get into that about nipple insecurity and how to work through it. Okay, so we wanted to put this up on our Instagram to find out who exactly out there is loving nip play. And we had so many responses to this, D, and we were getting really jealous. We were like, oh, my God, so many of you are living your best nip lives. Yeah, it's what made us go, okay, we need to do a whole episode on it. Hannah says, flicking my nips while he gives me oral gets me to orgasm every time. Hot. Chelsea said, uh, I had an orgasm from just having my nips played with, have always made sure my sexual partners know how sensitive they are and how much it adds to the experience. Experience. And Paul said, when doing the deed, I have very sensitive nips. My partner pulls and twists to get me even harder. It's so amazing. And Alice also got in touch to tell us how it's been a really big key part of her routine since she was like a teenager. I think I discovered it pretty early on, really. I was with my first boyfriend, probably 14-ish years old. And sort of discovered it by accident, you know. From then on, that's just how it's been. I've known that that's my little kink. That's what I need to get off. And, yeah, now it's kind of like that thing for me where even if I am completely not in the mood, like don't want anyone to come near me, touch, mostly tickle my nipples and I'm ready to go. 
Yeah. So why are nipples so hot and why does it feel so good for so many people? Well, sexologist Lauren French says a lot of it is mental, um, which I didn't even realize. I thought it would just be physical stimulation, right? I think it's twofold. There's physical sensation and mental kind of stimulation. And that's something that happens as well. I mean, nipples are a pretty gendered space of the body but for a lot of people they're a very sexualized part on like women's and female bodies and so there's a lot of just mental erotic kind of sensation that happens when we think about nipples particularly because like in public and out women can kind of show all of your boob except your nipple and it's completely fine but as soon as you've shown a nipple it's like instant sexualization and you know there's an element here of taboo of like oh I've seen something I'm not meant to see it's really it's meant to be a sexual context and so it kind of starts firing the brain to be thinking sexual thoughts to get it stimulated to you know light up all those parts that light up when we watch you know something erotic or when we like have erotic conversations so like mentally it primes our brain to be like oh this is like this is like a sexy thing and then we got the physical and the physical is that the same sort of when we're stimulating nipples can have very similar reactions in our nerves it can be linked to stimulation in our clitoris and our vagina you know in our genital area as well as like just lighting up the same parts of the brain that light up when you play with genitals so it's like it's all very connected in our body okay so this connective thing is something that so many of you told us as well dan said that i'm a dude my nipples are really really sensitive they are a direct link to my genitals. He even calls them chest clits. I love that. <laughs> Dan, obsessed with you. That's so cool though, isn't it? It's completely linked. And yeah, Lauren says a lot of that has to do with nerve endings. A reason why it can feel so pleasurable is because there are hundreds and hundreds of nerves in there. There's a very large amount. And I understand that people might be going, but my nipples aren't that sensitive. And Or someone might be sitting there going, oh, my nipples are insanely sensitive all the time. And both of those experiences are really normal to have and to have a different like times of the month of like your cycle to have it in different like things you know as well as I knew people who just like certain clothes or like times of the year like weather would just mean that their nipples were a completely different sensitivity to like the world yeah just on that a lot of you said you were either super sensitive or just not sensitive at all and you couldn't really feel anything and I guess this is kind of what Lauren was saying right like It could be for so many different reasons. I'm definitely a fan of it, but I can't say that they're sensitive or, like, there's any specific sensation. Like, I love having my partner close to me, and it's more like the bite or, like, the suck on the actual boob. The nipple is not sensitive at all, and I'm so jealous of everyone who is. I do not understand that. I've never felt that before. That's Andrea, and she was one of so many of you who came through on the DMs talking about your sensitivity. I actually think I might be on, like, the lower end of nip sensitivity as well, so I kind of relate to that. Um, We also got a message from Sam saying, mine are surgically reattached post-top surgery. So the boys are honestly not feeling much, which I think makes a lot of sense. So if you are trans, getting some surgery done, nerve endings are going to get messed around with. So yeah, unfortunately, you're going to feel less sensitive. Uh, Lauren also mentioned, which a lot of you also told us, that your cycle has a huge impact on sensitivity. Um, uh, Someone here said, when I'm on my period, kisses and nipple stimulation give me the best orgasms. There's a lot here around the difference in sort of your hormone cycle, like where you're at physically, because, you know, when you are around your cycle, when you get your period, uh, when you're menstruating, you know, these things can make not only just like your 
breasts in the hole kind of get more sensitive, sore, heavy, this sort of stuff. Same thing with your nipples. But I think there's, there's this huge mental component that isn't talked about very often because like, while yes, nipples are like a hugely sexualized part of the body. They're also really not like the vast majority of the time we kind of ignore them. And to me, my brain goes to like, if you wipe when you go to the toilet, you're not like, oh my God, that was the most pleasurable thing I've ever experienced in my life versus if you were like having sex with someone or masturbating or doing something and you touch like your vulva, your clitoris, et cetera, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so there's so much con- like context specific touch as well. And so then sometimes I think if when in a non-sexual context, our brain is not turned on, we're not doing that at all. And then, then we get a physical sensation, which makes our nipples, you know, go erect, go hard. Then our brain goes, this is wrong. This is like not the right context. And now it feels overly sensitive versus in like a sexual context we might go this is yours great oh my god that makes so much sense right like yeah. having i've never even thought about it but having the sexual context like if you pinch your nipple at work like you might be like oh but you might be also just be like oh that was weird or meh or whatever <laughs> but then like it's such a different thing when you're hooking up with someone you're both naked and you're like pinching nipples oh yeah definitely so So psychological and you know the more we go through this chat the more i'm like mentally like imagining how things are gonna work wait till we get to the technique part oh Oh. my god whop (laughs) stop okay another thing we heard from you is that you think that your size plays a huge part in whether or not you get pleasure out of nipple play. Yeah, this is something I'd never heard of, but so many DMs came through. Sarah said, I have small nips and I barely feel anything. A lot of people coming through saying that they had really big boobs and they reckon that was why they weren't sensitive. So I am a large busted gal and I feel absolutely nothing when someone is sucking my nipples. I find that, I guess when I'm touching them like they get hard and I guess that has an after effect but literally I've had people suck my nipples for a while and nothing (laughs) felt nothing and I felt so bad but at the same time it's like well if that's your thing I guess go for it I'm genuinely not feeling anything so does size actually matter well this is what Lauren reckons yeah, I tried to look into this and like it's one of those things like finding re- good research that's been done around like any nipple play or sensation or like comparison of things I mean is very hard to find but I do know there's a lot of you know like people do say that the larger the nipples are like the more engorged the nipples are the more sensitive they'll become not that they have to be large without being engorged there's a lot of ways that you can like either suck on them or get like sucking toys and things and basically what you're doing is just sending blood to the nipples which makes them more sensitive so when you do that there's going to be an increase in sensitivity but like I've known people who have very small breasts but like very sensitive nipples same for like the other side obviously if you if we've done like breastfeeding or anything like that or if we've had piercings like all of these things can completely change sensitivity and affect your nipples um, so I don't think it, it's definitely not a, you have to have large nipples to have super sensitive nipples. Okay. When you talk about piercings, like Lauren just mentioned, this is such a huge thing because so many of you were like, I got a piercing and it either made my nipple really sensitive and it was super hot. Also, I wonder how much of that is like the mental thing of yeah. just being like, eh. or you said that you lost sensitivity. Well, speaking of the mental thing, Laura messaged us and she said, um, I had piercings and it made me feel more sensitive in a good way and I felt more confident. So I think it could be that. It could be just like mentally you're like, Fuck I'm yeah. a hot badge. And honestly, 
I'm so jealous of you piercing girlies. Like, I love a piercing. And I, I feel like I'm at that stage where I'm like, can I be bothered going through the pain? And everyone talks about, like, infection. And I was like, oh, oh, but they yeah. look so good. And just getting caught on stuff. I'm like, that's where. Chafing. No. Oof. If anyone's done, like, longitudinal study research around nipple piercings, I would love to know because, like, all right, maybe I have someone to just give me some funding and I'll just do the research myself. But because I remember growing up, like, in high school, the rumour was it's a 50-50 chance. You either gain sensitivity. I heard that too. Or you lose it entirely. It was, like, one or the other. And I remember being like, well, I can't get my nipples pierced because I don't want to, like, the risk. That's just too high a risk. But it's all like anecdotal conversation. Like I've, I, there's been no kind of like scientific background in it. There's no like research to show this is why it happens or why it would. A lot of people say it, it increases sensitivity and some people, yeah, say it's kind of dulled. It feels dulled nerves like they're not getting any anymore. So like I, don't, I wouldn't say it's the full 50-50 split Russian rule like you're going to get it or you're going to lose it. I think the like I'm sure if we did the research, there's a vast majority of people that like maybe has a little increase but not a huge change. But it's one of those things, like, let's do that research because I think it would be a really good one to know. Just putting it out there, I guess. Yeah, I love that she's so, like, hello, because it's true. Every time we do a topic, no matter what it is, it's like, there is no research. Someone, yeah. please. I mean, we could do a poll. We love to do a poll here. We could do it on our Instagram. Yeah. Actually, Maybe stay tuned. We should Maybe do we will. Keep an eye out. Um, do you know what I want to know as well is does it matter what sex you are? Yeah, like whether or not you have boobs, um, are you more likely to feel sensitive or if you just got a flat chest, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, like I wonder as well, like how much estrogen and hormones plays a role in mm. this. There's a, I actually did a research that was talking about like how much nipple play increased sexual pleasure and stimulation and stuff. And like for, and this was binary, so it was male, female, like um, men, women kind of research page, just to clarify. Um, but it was kind of talking about like for women, it increased like 80% on pleasure. Like it really vastly increased. And for men, it was like 50, like mid 50s range. So like, it's not nothing. And I think for a lot of the gender split, particularly that media representation, we see nipples as like a female erogenous zone, not a male erogenous zone. Which is really insane because it's it's still a like a nipple. It's still going to have pleasurable stimulation. You can still do it, but I think a big part of that gap is mental because the physiological. It still might have similar sensation to like female nipples. It's still you know like there's a lot of crossover. But I guess if you're a guy who thinks that nah, like nip, that's not for me, and like they don't do anything, and like it's not hot in my head, like it's not sexy. My partner sucking on my nipple to me feels really weird. Like mentally, you're going to switch off. And so then you're not going to have an increase in pleasure. I absolutely love that. I'm sick of men being like, nah, that's not for me. I'm like, just be a bit more open-minded. Like you've only got one life. Let someone <laughs> suck on your nip. You might like it. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God, the yelling bit. Sorry, sorry. It's, I was peaking. It's very But big. I'm passionate about it. And we'll get into like more of that kind of insecurity, particularly around like masculinity a little bit later. So can you actually get to orgasm with just nips? Obviously, we know you can. I've started to feel really competitive about this. I've been like, <laughs> all right, let's get this over and done with so I can practice because, like, <laughs> I just want to know. I want to know. I'm jealous of everyone who's doing it. Uh, but, yeah, we got so many messages about this as well. Yeah, Arabella says, I love someone sucking and pinching my nips. It's gotten me there uh, more than once. Amy says, I can definitely orgasm just from nipple play, especially on the right nipple. Oh, I didn't even consider that. that they would you might be. have like a favorite nip. 
Wow. <laughs> this is, I love this topic. I know. Um, okay, so how does this happen and can it happen to anyone? Um, it's one of those things of, I'm sure it is a yes and it is a, of course, anyone, anybody is in a position that this might be really pleasurable and something that they enjoy and can be done. I'm not going to jump in there of being like, everyone should be going and striving to have like just orgasms from just nipple play alone. And if you can't do that, that's a failure, like not in any way, shape or form. But I think if you're in the right you know, frame of mind, if you've got all of the right sensations going on and you've like really explored pleasure, then it's something that anyone can see if their body's able to do. Okay. So there you go. Guys, girls, non-binaries, it's possible. Anyone with a nip. Or if you have three nipples. Oh, my God. No, this is a thing. We really have have so much to talk about here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, someone did say that they use their third nipple as well, which yes. is slay. To orgasm. So what can a full-on nip orgasm feel like? Well, I guess like most things in life, it's a bit of a spectrum. Some people can say they have really, like, you can have really mild, like, mini orgasms or like really mild orgasms with nipple play alone. And some people say they're like full, like, head thrown back, eyes closed, like, just, just as powerful as any clitoral or toy or penetrative orgasm can be. I think nipple sensation and play is really, can be really overwhelming for a lot of people particularly because they can be so sensitive if we don't have you know appropriate build-up and like full sensation play when we do it it can be really overwhelming and our brain can almost check out it's that sort of thing if some like if someone was to like just grab the tip of a penis really hard or like just suck on a clitoris like out of nowhere most of us would like slap that person and just be like no like I'm done I'm leaving this is not acceptable and so when I think people think that sucking or like pulling on a nipple or like nipple play is lesser than going to genitals or doing a thing, like it's the same as like kissing a neck. And it's really not. It's really sensitive. And so if you don't build up to the nipple area, if you don't build up to that kind of sensation, it's really easy to check out and go, nah, that's like too much, not into it, overwhelmed my body. Okay, interesting. Does sound like a fair bit of work, <laughs> but I'm up for the challenge. Yeah, also, if you have sensitive nips, the idea of focusing too much on that area could be a little daunting. Like you might, your brain just shut down. You go, no, not interested. Uh, So how do you get your nipples involved without going too hard too quickly? Well, we're about to get into that, the techniques and methods to use and also toys. So stay tuned. D, we honestly do need to incorporate nip play more in our routine so this is where the practical tips come in i'm so excited that's the biggest thing i've taken away from hearing from so many of you on our instagram is i need to get this more involved in my sex life so if you need some tips as well um here are some from you my previous partner loved a firm quality of touch and constant contact sometimes i twist her nipple usually one at a time and brush and cup the boob, use the back of my nails around the areola, but like a nice firm quality of touch. And also I would bite the nipple and while attached, I would flick her nipple with my tongue, making it all wet and warm and the nipple would get hard and that constant contact. And then I'd pull away and blow a steady stream of air around the area and it would chill everything, make it all icy and the nipple gets super hard 
and then you'd warm it up and do it again. And then on the other nipple, and then somewhere else. It was brilliant. So I love nipple play, especially when it's wet. So I love when a partner is sucking on my nipples or licking them. And if I'm by myself, I will lick my own fingers and use them to stimulate it. And it just feels amazing. I swear, like I can feel it in my pussy. But also don't forget, these are pro nip players. I mean, they've been at it for years. We've been bench warmers. But now we're off the bench. We're getting into it. And Lauren says, you got to start slow. I would say if you're, you know, just starting off and you're sitting here resonating, like, yeah, I do get overwhelmed. How do I, you know, make it a little bit easier is start small, slow and outwards to inwards, which sounds really funny to say. But like, if you think of like a breast or like a chest area going out to go into the nipple and then going out again. And so like, not just going, I'm just going to touch the nipples, suck on them. Like I'm going to go right to them, like actually teasing them a little bit like think of the word teasing a bit more think of that I'm building up to, to to getting to the nipple and then when I get to the nipple I ease off and I go back around because what you often do if as you build that up eventually mentally it's like a huge mental turn on we get really into it and then it's like oh my god I just want you to touch my nipple like I just want you to like do that and then we're probably at a point where we're turned on enough like there's probably enough blood in our nipples like they're probably like erect enough that it's going to feel really good and it's not going to overwhelm our system versus like if we just went from like two minutes of making out to like someone pinched a nipple that doesn't sound particularly fun for anyone it's so funny it's like what we we're saying before about the like pinching a nipple in the office it's like <laughs> so much of sex whether it's nipples or whatever is about that build up the teasing the foreplay so that makes complete sense yeah also of course I know sometimes people click on these episodes because they're like, give me the absolute like do I do the alphabet do I lick the alphabet do I like bite like this do I touch like this like It is going to be so individual. Like everyone is so different with what they like. So Lauren says just chat about it. I've said this so many times on the show, which is communication. Ask your partner what they're liking. Play with them, your nipples yourself as well when you're masturbating to kind of see. So often when we masturbate, we go straight to genitals and we kind of forget the rest of our body. Um, Some people love to do a nipple play over their clothes because it kind of adds a bit of friction tension as well. And that's a really good experimental sensation to do. And then when we talk about like sucking and like tongue play, the joke of the like, do an alphabet and do an ice cream and do a this. I'm like, whatever works. So if you want to do like a loop de loop round the nipple, if you want to do an up down, if you want to do like a sucking out kind of motion, it's really a trial and error because just like everyone's genitals is snowflakes and everyone likes different things, same with nipples. And also it can change. Like what I like with nipple play today is often different than what I will like with nipple play tomorrow. And so having a little bit of a bank of knowing, well, sometimes I do like a really slow lick across the nipple. Sometimes I do like a bit of a pull sensation, a bit of a sucking. Sometimes it's a really fast, like my tongue is going over almost like I would imagine tongue going over a clitoris because often people will say it's a very similar like nerve stimulation. Like when someone's doing that nipple play, they can feel it in their clitoris. It's like just that kind of link moment in the body. So like sometimes you can picture that when you're playing with someone's nipple of like what would this feel like in other parts of the bodies, you know, like how am I going to give them this sensation? And then check in and be like, was that great? Do you want me to change it? How is the tempo? How is the pressure? You know, tell me what is turning you on. For anyone who has stunning little Gorgelina rack, the titty owners. <laughs> Do you know it's so funny because that sounded so pretty and then you were like, rack. <laughs> Who's got some honkers? 
Get the get the Tatas involved. The whole Tata, by the way. Um, yeah, we spoke to Lauren about this, and she, as she said before, like you know, involving the whole nip before you get to like the, the peak, I guess. Involve the boob as well. Don't just be focusing on the nip. And I think some people just like either just like just hold them statically, like hold them up just to get to nipples as if you're just kind of like, it's very, no one can see me right now, obviously, but like full, just like pressure up kind of moment. Uh, And so I think, yeah, there's definitely missed opportunities to either stroke, to squeeze. When I say squeeze, I don't mean like you're popping a pimple. Because some people do go like a full, I'm going to, I've seen it in like porn or I've seen it here and I'm going to just like smash them together and just like, and again, unless you've built it up, unless you've had communication, not necessarily always going to be great. But I think there's definitely play with light fingertip touches. And particularly if you've got your mouth on one nipple, what's the other nipple? Like what's your hand doing to the other one? Are we doing some like light strokes? Are we kind of going around and like teasing, not quite touching the other nipple while we suck on one? Are we alternating? Like, you know, that idea of most of us have two nipples. So we should kind of be thinking about both nipples and both breasts. Or three. Let's not discriminate. Yeah. It's interesting hearing Lauren say that because I feel like that's such a thing when you're like, fooling around and like one nipple's getting heaps of attention the other one is just like like it's really sad do you know what I mean it's just like chilling so like you forget you don't have to be like dude or whoever like do both do it yourself yeah literally not to mention it's like a hot visual for them this happened to me like not too long ago where I was just like I don't want to get too graphic but I started like you know doing it myself and then it was a really great time. A lot of you also told us that you play around with temperature too, uh, which, you know, it doesn't have to just be a nipple thing. It can be something that you do during sex or foreplay or whatever. But yeah, playing with like hot and cold and seeing how that brings different types of pleasure to you with your nipples is something that Lauren says you can definitely do. Well, obviously temperature can make it more sensitive because it can kind of, you know, it's that kind of shock to the system. My, my biggest thing with cold temperature play and my tip to people, if you want to test it, to see if it might be something you like before you like get a whole tray of ice cubes into the bedroom and like give that a go is masturbate in the shower and push your chest up onto like a shower wall or like a door. That's something that's cold because often in the shower, like you're hot, you've got hot water on you, but like the walls around you are often cold. And so while you're masturbating in the shower, put your nipples up against like that cold wall to see how you like it. It'll give you that similar, like, temperature and then if you hate it you go okay well I was really turned on I was masturbating and I did this and it really wasn't for me great like that's good to know if you do it and you go oh that actually instantly everything felt like you know tighter and like more sensitive and like oh that was like really amazing gave me a spark then go amazing well this might be something I'll try with a partner or maybe I will get a bit of an ice cube out um, you don't have to put an ice cube directly on a nipple also what a good tip is you can put an ice cube in your mouth get your mouth cold and then put your mouth on the nipple. Same with like people who use like, you know, wax candles and they'll pour wax candles on nipples um, as like a heat play. Again, can be really lovely, but something you might want to try and like test on the rest of your body, see what you like with heat. Okay, let's talk toys because we had a bit of a toy fanatic in the DMs. Talking about Sarah, she's really into using them. I find that if I don't have strong nipple play, like really harshness or toys and things used when I get to orgasm, that the orgasm's like a a hard, sharp, fast banging that goes on and my brain wants to calculate it as pain. But when I add in the toys, 
it actually makes it deeper and longer and feel it more inside of my body and it's amazing. In fact, it even makes me squirt. Okay, I can't. That's incredible. We love you, Sarah. I know. Love that for you. Um, If you're not familiar with what toys you can use, here's Lauren. A suction toy, if you think of like like suction anything, um, it basically just brings blood to the area. You can get like nipple pumps, you can get like vulva like clitoral pumps, you can get penis pumps and they do the same thing where they kind of like lock onto the nipple and then like pump air so that it like blood flow pumps into that area. And so it feels like a really strong like vacuumy sucking feeling. And there's obviously a little bit of air in there, so that can feel really pleasurable as well. And obviously, like, there's, like, moments of, like, pleasure, pain, mime kind of there that people can really enjoy. And then the kind of clamps are kind of more on the pain side or the pressure side, I should say. So it's not always just, like, we're going to, like, clamp and it's painful and um, everyone's going to love that because that's not true. But some people really love the kind of more pinchy pressure feeling on their nipple. Um, just as much as some people like biting or scratching or pulling, which is that kind of sensation uh, play. And so a nipple clamp is basically just like a little, like a, like, think of like a peg, to be honest. So if you've never seen a nipple clamp before, think of a peg that you peg your clothes to. Think of a really mini version of that that's kind of metal and like a little rubber thing. And it just goes over the nipple. So when it's, your nipple has to be erect. And so you might like suck it or play with it to get it erect. And then you put the clamp on it. And so that keeps all the blood flow there. It puts the pressure on the nipple. And so it becomes, often people talk about the nipple like feeling really hot or like there's like a, then a temperature element to it as well, which people can really love. But then also what people really enjoy is when the clamp comes off. And obviously then the like blood flow goes out and like the nipple kind of expands and that can be a really pleasurable feeling as well. A lot of people can, um, some people do like timing where they'll like have nipple clamps on and then they'll be kind of like building up to a climax and then they'll like take the clamps off and that like will release a huge like endorphin sensation hit in the body, which can kind of trigger and escalate uh, orgasm. And honestly, Sarah had some glowing reviews for both types of those toys. My favourite nipple play toy is the suction cups because you can choose the intensity and the deeper I get in towards orgasm I can make it even stronger and it's like the pain threshold is completely obliterated and the feeling moves from just the orgasm feeling moves from being just down in the vulva to being like so much deeper in the body it's like it's shared through that whole zone between the nipples and the vulva. I've also toyed around with the nipple clamps I have got ones where I um, yeah, I need to be aroused before I can put them on because I'm a little sensitive. But I went out shopping for about three hours with them on the whole time and it was actually quite arousing knowing that I had these things on and nobody else did and that I was feeling feelings and no one knew that what I was feeling. And, yeah, I was, I was hot to go after that. <laughs> we need to talk about the self-conscious stuff and insecurities that come up with nipples because you might be listening right now and you'd be like, that's all great, Dean Pitt. Love those techniques, but I'm not doing them because my nipples, I'm ashamed about my nipples. Oh, they make me feel like shit. Oh, yeah. I can literally, actually, this is so fucked. I can literally trace back my nipple shame to like <gasps> a specific moment in time. What happened? It's in primary school. It was like year six. We yeah. were at like a um, aquatic center um, and it was like someone's birthday party and my, I think it was like the first time I had really worn a bikini and like the triangle bit like slipped and I didn't even realize. And then my bully at the time redacted. 
she just pointed at me and was like, ha, I can see your nipple. And then I was like, oh, and it like destroyed me. Really? I just remember that just then. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably why. Because I was like this so embarrassed. is what Lauren was talking about with the cultural stuff and why nipples can be so either like something that you feel insecure about or hypersexualized or bring people so much pleasure because it's like that secretive hidden thing for people with breasts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you talk about it all the time. Not all the time, but like it is something that you bring up a lot about how you feel about your nipples. And I feel like it's holding you back from nipple play. Probably. I'm trying to turn around my like insecurity as well. Like I feel like lately I just try and like really lean into just like making fun of it and just like laughing at it. And I find that if people laugh along with me, then I'm like, Mm. oh, yeah, this is like normalizing it. And no one actually fucking cares. <laughs> no one cares. And a lot of you messaged us to say there's certain things about your nipples that you feel insecure about. And um, Amber said, I love my nipples when they're hard, but when they're soft, I feel really gross and I hate them. Dude, I feel that. Bree said, I have inverted nips, so I'm really self-conscious about them. We also um, had a DM from Louisa Um, who has kind of overcome her nipple insecurity. So I have nipple hairs and I used to pluck them, but I don't anymore because they're just part of me and it's natural and I couldn't care less what other people think about it. Um, It doesn't stop me from enjoying nipple play. Love that, Louisa. I know. Okay, so if you are feeling insecure um, about your nipples, here's some tips from Lauren. Everyone's nipples are going to be quite different and there's no perfect nipple and all of that sort of stuff. But I also don't want to preach and say anything, you know, terribly, you must love your nipples and they're amazing and they're going to be your best friends and like all of this. But what I think you should focus on if you're feeling really insecure about your nipples is function. What do your nipples do? Like, do they bring you pleasure? Are you able to feel pleasurable sensation from them? Like getting out of just the aesthetic at first, because outside of aesthetic, what functionally do they do for you that is a positive? You don't have to like love them every day and you don't have to be your best friends. But if you can go, yeah, look, the look wise, I wish I could change or like whatever it is. But I wouldn't want to lose the sensation they give me. And I do like the pleasure that they give. Like these are all things we can focus on from like a function perspective versus purely aesthetic it's that kind of body neutrality space versus super body positive because like the the jump from like hating nipples to loving nipples is huge the jump from hating nipples to my nipples do the job that they need to do is a little bit easier to make but what about when you are in the moment you're hooking up with somebody you're taking your tops off it's great and then you start to feel insecure because they're like want to get your nips involved what then if you're someone who can do and have like a really great mindfulness practice, this makes this easier. The only reason for that, and I'm not saying everyone has to sit and do four hours of mindfulness every day, but it's that in that moment, if you notice your brain is doing the really loud talking thing, which is I'm trying to have sex, I'm trying to be intimate, I'm making out with this person and they've just taken my shirt off and now instantly my brain has linked into, oh no, they're looking at my nipples, they're seeing my nipples, oh my nipples look like this. As soon as you recognize you're having those thoughts, it's focusing on breath and sensation. So take some breaths and literally just try to go breathe. Like there's a really easy saying of breathe in my friend, breathe out my friend. And just say that to yourself, like breathe in my friend and do it, breathe out my friend. And while you're doing that in a monologue, your brain doesn't have the space to be talking about your nipples. And then uh, once you've done that a couple of times, go, okay, what can I feel? And literally just try to sink into, okay, I can feel a hand on my leg. I can feel like a breath on my neck. That feels really lovely. Like 
trying to focus back in. And every time your brain goes, yeah, but the nipples, you go, breathe in, my friend, breathe out, my friend, what can I feel? And you just let your brain have permission to not give itself all of those negative thoughts. Easier said than done and can take a long time to actually build a habit of being able to do that in the moment. And it's okay to actually pause and go, sorry, I just need a break for a second. And depending on how your relationship with, with your partner, having an open, honest moment of I'm just feeling a little, you know, self-conscious about my nipples right now. Because like nine out of 10 times our partners are going to go, your nipples are great. Like, do, like, and do you want me to tell you how sexy I find your nipples? And do you want me to like give a poem to them or like any of it? Like, you know, we can have that kind of conversation. Oh, um, I'm dying at the poem thing. I know. <laughs> so, do you want to read a poem to them? I'd be like, yes, actually, I do. I would Can like you? a poem. I would like a poem about how amazing my nipples are. Thank you very much. An acrostic one as well. Yeah. And nice is for the way. No, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Another thing that Lauren mentioned, Pip, is kind of what we were talking about at the start, that like your feelings about your nipples, remember, probably comes from a place of the cultural idea of what the perfect nipple looks like, what we're sold in culture and media. It's just an aesthetic thing. And I think we, like any other kind of sexual body part, media feeds us a really particular look just as much as it shows like this is the kind of like penis size we want. This is the kind of vulva we want to look at. These are the kind of breasts we want to see. And these are the kind of nipples that are like, you know, mainstream, aesthetically pleasing. And you know, there's been a lot of media representation that makes fun of larger nipples or like larger areola size, like, you know, and again, it's just one of those, you know, media things and like societal things that we've decided to make this like crazy decision on what is or is not attractive or is or is not, you know, good or valuable when it has absolutely like, it, there's no basis in that. Okay. So this is something I really want to talk about in terms of how the media has fucked up the male perspective of their bodies. Mm. It really annoys me. Like I'm very passionate about it. And in particular with nipple play, I feel like guys are missing out on a world of pleasure because a lot of them feel embarrassed and insecure about it. And Kate got in touch to tell us about her ex. So basically my ex used to love having his nipples sucked and pinched um but it took me ages to figure out because he wasn't very open about what he liked and when I figured out that nipple play drove him crazy he was so embarrassed and he we tried to sort of dive into it and he said that it made him feel really emasculated but we never really like I just never really understood yeah, it is really, really common, I think, for guys to feel emasculated by it. But we just want to put it out there and encourage you to just give it a go. You know, like Lauren said, it can be partly a really big mental thing. If you can get over that hurdle, you might be having some really amazing sex. And like with most episodes, when we talk about ways to like have that conversation with the person you're sleeping with, it's like, just say, I listened to this episode, um, thoughts, like... I've done that before where I've just gone like, hey, listen, or working on this episode at work, what's your thoughts on this? Let's give it a go. So, yeah, just like either send it to them, text them it, or actually say it in person and be like, do you like your nipple? Like, what's your vibe with nipples? Let's like give it a go. Yeah. And also you don't have to like this, you know, like we've been banging on about how great it can be, but you might try it and you might think it's not for me. And that doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean anything. It's just, it's just who you are totally all right for it just to be enough for me I think 
I'm, you know, as someone whose sex is most of my mental space and all that workspace and all the things, I'm always intrigued and curious of the, if it's not for you, have you ever had a thought or like a reflection of like, why? Like, what's the, what is the no? Like, is it from a, it doesn't feel good sensation? Is it my brain's telling me it's not sexier? It's not for me because I'm a guy or because I'm this, like, you know, cause I find all of those barriers super curious, but also don't have to do any of that either. Oh my God. Uh, like people and I said at the start of this, we learned so much this week, learned so much doing this episode and we really, really hope that you did too. If there is anything that you want us to chat more about or anything that you want to just like, I don't know, bitch about whatever, DM us. Yeah. And if you are a nipple convert, we'd love to hear from you at Triple J, the hookup. Let us know how your nip play goes and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.